Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cella Time, the podcast where friends discuss their thoughts with a cella in hand. My name is Pedro. Uh, my name is Cesar. I'm Diego. Hey guys, I'm Joel. And what are we all drinking tonight, boys? I'm just having a beer. I think I, I had it a bit too much to drink last night, so I'm just going to keep it simple. <laughs> Fair enough. I um, am trying a new beer today. I bought a Budweiser. It's you never had Budweiser before? No, it was my first time. How, how do you think about it? What nice. do you think about it? I think, besides Corona, it's my favorite. What the fuck? Oh, damn. All right. I've never yeah. tried the Budweiser. I've always... the That label has been, like, so iconic. Uh, I always thought it was looked so dope, but I never tried it. That's why I it, got it. It looked <laughs> <The> cool. <laughs> when I first started drinking, I was drinking Bud Lights, and then I tried Budweiser, and it was such a stronger taste, like a stronger, bitter taste, I feel. And I, I never touched it ever since. Bud Light, for me, tasted like someone made a real beer and then was like, you know what? I need to make my production cheaper and added water to it. <laughs> and that's what I love about it. I love that. It's so chuggable. It's extremely chuggable. That's what I love about it. <laughs> Post Malone loves, he swears by it. Like, every interview I see, it's always him with the Bud Light. Isn't he sponsored by Bud Light? I, I don't know. I, at yeah, this point, I hope he's sponsored their um, seltzer. Word up. What are you drinking tonight, Peter? Uh, I'm drinking a Jack and Coke. Jack Honey with uh, Coca-Cola. Nice. Tastes like coffee. Coffee? Yeah, it tastes, it, tastes, it tastes like coffee. To me, at least. It's a very sweet thing. Because I think regular Jack with Coke is kind of gnarly. It's kind of intense. So Jack Honey and Coke is always the way to go for me. Speaking of sweet things, I'm also chewing gum at the same time. I'm chewing Hubba, uh, Hubba Gubba, the, the pink little roll. Hubba Bubba? Hubba Bubba, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's chiclet dog. Hubba gubba yeah. gubba gubba bub shrimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I had some laying around in my room. I remember when in school, if you had that thing, bro, you were you were the the shit. Even though that gum did not hold its flavor for very long. Oh, not I would at all. Just bite chunks out of it as opposed to I, rolling it up. I yeah, hate yeah. how someone would pull it out and you'd be like, "Oh, can I have some?" Or you give it to someone like, "Oh, can I have some?" You give it to them and like you're expecting them to take a certain length. And they take, like, just to be, like, a prick, they take, like, a s- extremely long length. Yeah, it'd be, like, half the roll. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, I, I would always, during high school, and even Atkinson, when middle school, I would always carry around a pack of five gum. Ever since, I've always been working with five gum. And every time I would whip it out, because I would whip it out, like, every period. And always a person right next to me, like, hey, can I get one? Can I get one? And it got to the point where I had to just tell people, no, I don't have any gum, period. Even though I had like a whole ass pack of gum, I remember as a little kid, um, I would every time we went to school K for gas, my dad would always turn around and be like, "Hey, you guys want anything?" And the first thing I would ask for is that. Um, and I remember like my dad would always take us to Sugar K to get gas. Like that was just like, you know, you want to go to Walmart, <laughs> you want to go get gas. And as a little kid, I'm like, hell yeah. But um, I remember getting it. It'd be like 8 p.m. and then you know we get in the car, we start driving away. And I couldn't really see. And I would always turn on the dome light. Like, I would always stand up and, like, turn on the, the backseat dome light as he was driving. And he'd immediately smack my hand or smack the dome light and turn it off. He's like, no, you can't do that. It's illegal. <laughs> and now, it's I know it's bullshit. <laughs> so, I don't know. And I genuinely believe that my dad believed that it was legal. So, I don't know, you know, what happened, what experience he had that he got pulled over. And they're like, yeah, bro, we pulled you over because of the dome light. I'm I'm sure he just he didn't want his kid to just fuck around with the car and then it ends up him getting pulled over at night maybe. <laughs> yeah, I really hope it is, but that you know, as a kid, I, I just knew like you don't fuck with the dumb light. No, but... yeah, it's got to be what it is for most people. Exactly. I mean, I'm I was I was always told that um, it was distracting for the driver behind us, and that because of that, they could end up crashing us. So I was always in fear to like never turn it on because that meant we would get in a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> my my dad told me it even stupider lie. You, you know how like you can turn your your blinkers on and it'll it'll point to the arrow on the dashboard. It'll point the arrow to the direction that you have the blinker to, right? All right. When I was I was I would always sit next to my uh, I would always sit next to my dad while he was driving. And I would look at the dashboard, and I would see these arrows pointing to the direction where he was going. And I was like, "Yo, that's kind of cool." Like, are there, and I'd ask him, "Like, are the arrows telling you where to go?" He's like, "Yeah, they tell me. They know exactly where we want to go, and they tell me where to go." And I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. 
and GTA hilarious. Waypoint. And I would and I would sit in the car like while he was like he would let me like just turn sit in the car with the car turned on and I would pretend that I'm driving, and I would be like car sick okay, and for some reason the arrows wouldn't turn on so I was like dad the car's broke we need to get a new car dude it ain't, it ain't happening here, <laughs> he's like nah it's it's this it's this blinker right here I was like oh okay for real, oh it's like, you lied to me. <laughs> I was I, I thought I thought we had a GPS in the car. Later I learned on that that's just a GPS, but no, it was he was just messing with the blinkers and messing with me. I thought as a little kid, uh, as of you know, owning a car, you know, part of owning a car was fixing it every weekend, like every Saturday and, and Sunday. My my dad's little minivan would always be on jack stands, and you know he'd be always he'd always be working on it. So I thought that you know. That's that's what I had in my future. I'd be like, wow, I can't wait to get my house and work in my car every every weekend. <laughs> Jesus, well, Caesar, Caesar, I'm not gonna lie, you you are doing maintenance on on everything you co- you possibly could get your hands on at your house. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I'm the it, only one. It ended up becoming a future. Yeah, taking stuff apart. But, yeah, um, if it's not your Evo, it's your Sequoia or something else. Yeah. So, yeah, I just realized that that was my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's where that's, do you think that's where you got your mentality from seeing your dad work on the cars and now you work on your cars every weekend i i got my mentality of my dad there was nothing that my dad couldn't fix so i think i i think i adopted that mentality like everything that would fit that would break i'd be like let's take it apart <laughs> and try to fix it so i think that's where i got my mentality from and where i got to where i'm at <laughs> That's good because at least you're doing that now. Yeah, it's actually a good yeah. lesson, to be fair. And, and even then, like I think it's pretty reasonable. I would say every week, but every two weeks, maybe you know, checking the cars, see what's good under there, and you know, who knows what your dad was doing under there? Maybe he was pimping it out, putting a turbo in there. You never know. But oh no, we just had a shit van. <laughs> 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 like this thing would leak water. This thing would leak oil. And now that I'm older. Now I know what he was doing. He was constantly putting water in it so it wouldn't overheat, and he, he'd, he'd pretty much be replacing the fluids that he lost during that week of use. Jesus, dude! <laughs> so I was just like, "Wow, man, my dad like always keeps the the van maintained." My dad was like, "Nah, bro, I'm like hanging on a thin. I'm skating on thin ice, my right now, my guy." <laughs> <laughs> Did he at least tell you that he was like working on the fluids, or he was just like, "Nah, I'm, I'm pimping it out." No, I was a typical kid that like, come on, come help me, and you know, he would always yell at me for not pointing the flashlight correctly. And now I understand that frustration because, oh. like, as a guy who works on cars, it's so frustrating when you have no, the, you know, you have light, but it's not in the correct area. So I understand the frustration. At first, I'd be like, bro, it's just light, chill out. <laughs> I've, I've, right. I feel like I, I kind of the same thing. I, I kind of did the same thing to my dad because he would do a lot of like yard work in the back and he would always like wake me up at like seven when I stayed up, you know, to like five anyway. And he would wake me up at like around seven. He'd be like, yo, help me fucking build a wall back there. And what was your dad, Donald Trump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy He's Trump like, I want you to build a, tr- a, a wall for me and you're going to pay for it. <laughs> no, he, he would, um, he would re- he would like put cinder blocks to, to to border us from the alleyway, and during that process, he he would get so mad because he wanted he was he had about two other people I think two of my cousins and two of my tios, and he would have us all you know bring the cinder blocks to where they needed to be. However, my monkey ass and you, like we talked like in the last podcast, I'm very soft. I have no muscle. So I'm literally struggling to carry one cinder block, and he's like, "Dude, what what are you doing? You're supposed to carry like three. And I'm like, "Dad, I'm I am like three. What the fuck? Like, how do you expect to bring these cinder blocks over?" And then, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was all good. Like he bought me Burger King after for doing you know putting in a good shift, but like after which I was beat, dude. Like I was I was mangled. Like I put in a good up there. I'd like to imagine that the entire time you only ever moved that one cinder block. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I only ever moved like three or four, dude. Like I did not help at all. But you know, I I was there for emotional support. <laughs> so yeah, you my dad. dad went, my dad one time was trying to replace the fan in the living room, and he needed me to hold it up for like five seconds. And as soon as I put it up in my hands, I was like, <laughs> "It's too heavy." And he was so pissed. He's like, "You know what? Just leave. I'll do it one-handed." Like yeah. I, I, 
Go ahead. Sometimes, like when you you ask people to to like help you out, but it's just better to do it yourself because either they don't hold the flashlight right or something. It's like that just frustrates you more, and then makes the the job like more frustrating than it should be. So it's just better <laughs> to like slow. you know what, not like get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> to to be fair, to be fair, I'm sure they wanted to teach us, you know, good good, you know, ethics, you know, teach us good morals in terms of, you know, doing some yard work, get your hands dirty. But they were expecting I'm assuming I don't know how old you were, Diego, but I, again, I was like four or five. Like there, there's no way I can move cinder blocks like a man, you know what I mean? So I, I don't yeah, know I mean, if I'm they were just expecting like too much. Exactly. We, yeah, we don't have I don't remember that. shit. From when y'all were like four or three, I'm over here like I don't even know what the fuck memories I had when I was twelve. Oh yeah, dude, I do. I have tons <laughs> of memories. I started remembering stuff. I remember like before kindergarten, my mom was helping me spell my name out with uh, alphabet soup, and I'm nice. like, "Oh, this is how I spell my name." She's like, "No, that's not how you spell your name, dumbass." I kept running away, like. With actual soup or just the, the noodles? The, the noodles, like the, the raw noodles that were still hard. <laughs> and then once I spelt once I spelt my name, I was able to put the rest of the noodles in, and then I can have soup. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if she you don't get this done, you can you can eat. He starves. Starve. Mom, please, I'm hungry. <laughs> your spell your name. Oh, your name. Say it. Oh, oh, spell it. I mean, <laughs> Yo, child abuse is no joke. All right. Child abuse is no joke at all. That makes, me think, that makes me think of when I was like, I must have been in either kindergarten or first grade, and I was playing Lego Star Wars on the GameCube. Oh yeah, I couldn't solve like a simple math problem, and my dad was so pissed. I think I did like, for example, I was doing seven plus three, and I put eleven, and my dad was checking it because I said I was done so I can go play, and he's like, I don't think this is right. And he's like, redo it. And I'm like, oh, I just, I want to play. I'm, I finished it all. He's like, you can play after you figure it out. And I was trying so hard not to figure it out, but I, I got so pissed, I started crying. And he's just like, you just need to redo this. Like, count it on your fingers. And I was like, but I just want to go play Lego Star Wars. Speaking of like, math helps, um, did did your parents ever just like shout at you louder the same question, hoping that that would somehow make you understand it? Oh, oh my no! God, I did that to Brian. It's if you're like two plus two and you say five, and then they're like two plus two, and then you're like ah five, and they just repeatedly say it louder and louder, like it's 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 phrased the same way, but somehow in their mind it's like yeah, this way they'll get it. <laughs> no, I I never had that. Every time I would ask my mom or my sister for like help on a math problem, they'd be like, hey, carajo, I don't know shit out of here. <laughs> I did that to Brian like two weeks ago. I feel so bad. I, I, I when I noticed that it was doing that, I kinda was like, you know what, Brian? Go take a break. I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm extremely guilty of doing that because like admittedly, like some of the some of the things my, my brothers will be asking me is extremely trivial to me. That the fact that they don't get it, it's like it's almost disappointing to me, but then I have to like realize, wait, Joel, they are learning this. You are you have mastered this already through years of 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 hard work and now you're just expecting them to, to understand it that way. So it's like, yeah, I see that, but sometimes I also get so frustrated I just start I repeat the question just louder, anticipating that would help, but it doesn't. Yeah. It, it... Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that. I never got that. I never got like the whole yelling at me to figure it out. It was always like, just use your fingers or with math, especially if it wasn't simple math, they would just be like, I mean, ask your sisters and they'll help you out. But I'm, I'm glad they never like yelled at me for that. I probably you see, I, everyone every now and then, but right. I think the reason I do that is because I'm the oldest. So I had to figure out a lot of things on my own and the fact that, for example, like my brothers have way more tools than I ever did growing up. The fact that they they don't reach out to use those resources and then still be like, oh, no, I don't understand it. It's kind of like, my G, you have the internet. You have teachers that are like, you can literally email nowadays. It's like growing up, that, that wasn't a thing. So I guess that's why I get so frustrated. But yeah, I, I I agree that that shouldn't be a way to to educate your children or somebody else's children. 
Well, yeah, because you you getting frustrated knowing that they have other resources is different than just yelling the problem louder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I could imagine you like screaming a word problem. You're just repeating it word by word, but like at the top of your lungs. Yeah, yeah. Has it's almost apples. like like it, <laughs> I guess like a lot of Hispanic parents may be guilty of that. That it's just they like I say they repeat the same question just louder and louder, hoping that that would somehow get through their ears when it is it's just that they don't have the cognitive ability to actually figure it out i i can understand if it's like uh, someone you know learning something brand new like for example math to like an extremely young child but like say if like for example if like joel you asked me what's two plus two i'm gonna do the exact same thing i'm like joel really two plus two yeah when things are that trivial, it's almost like, all right, like, come on, this is, it's almost embarrassing in a way. But like when, when they're learning legit new things, like I remember my, my younger brother, he, he was learning algebra at the time and he wasn't understanding slopes or, or, or intercepts. You guys remember Y is equal to MX plus B? Yeah. I remember all that. All right. So, yeah. So they were, that, that to me is extremely trivial, but obviously to, to my brother, it's not. And the he he wasn't understanding what like slope was even if I was like explaining it to to him as like a grade, uh, like uphill grade on a mountain or anything. But the way he got it was, I explained to him the slope is like the rate that you get it, and I explained it to him by explaining that your slope is like double XP for for Call of Duty. So like if you have a slope of two, that's equal to a slope of a slope of two is equal to like double XP. And that way he was able to get it. And then he was like, oh, I see. It's just like a multiplier. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's a good way to explain it. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, you you definitely have to appeal to the things that they like in order for them to kind of click and be interested in it. Because partially, a lot of the things with the child, if it, if it just doesn't excite them or interest them, they, they're going to check out. Yeah, and me, me as a fat kid, as long as the, the math problem had food in it, I was always about it. Like, okay, I, I understand Snickers. Okay, let's go. That's sick, yeah. No, I, I, I remember those questions where, like, if Mike has seven oranges in one hand and three watermelons in the other, it's like, what does he have? Extremely large hands, that's what he fucking has. My God, <laughs> nobody can hold that. <laughs> if Timmy has six oranges and he takes away four, what's the mass of the sun? <laughs> yeah. Seven chiquitos. <laughs> that's what it is. 42 it's always 42 you're right you're right uh i I feel like um as well as not not only with math problems but i also really struggled with like uh with like even english like words themselves Um, yeah like of course like everyone knows that the english language is spelled like gnarly as hell and like some you like I, i think we talked about this in an earlier podcast where you know some words don't sound out like the way they should be um for example the word psycho i don't hear a p in there at all and when i was like when i would like go ham on like writing essays but i would completely fail them because i would misspell every single word and it was almost that was one of my biggest uh my biggest uh setbacks really yeah especially like um me growing up especially being the oldest to to spanish-speaking parents it's like all i had was was uh you know my spanish knowledge and then spanish is very direct what you what you write is what you say in spanish so it's very easy to to i guess spell things because all you have to do is literally sound it out there's no there's no hidden syllables or or sounds in there it's very direct and so when i was making that transition over to english it was it was a little hard because it's like whoa, whoa, why is this H here and I'm not saying it? Or it's, why is this PH? Why is that an F? So you're like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that always pissed me off. I mean, I can understand TH, but like PH, like, no, no, I can't do that. Even to this yeah. day, like, when, you guys, when you guys learned Spanish, did you guys learn it hand in hand as, a, as like growing up? Or was it one or the other? No, not at all. For me, um, my dad and my sister well, would always speak English to me, and my mom would always tell me to, to you know, do the chores like sacar los basuras and what whatnot. And I'll just say okay, 
And so that's all I understood as a kid. So it wasn't until I started working at a fast food place where it was constant uh, Spanish speaking that I kind of got the hang of it. And then I was finally able to have conversations with my aunts and, and my uncles and such. So I, I that's kind of where I learned Spanish. Um, right now, like my niece is struggling to learn English, but that's because she watches nothing but like Spanish cartoons. My sister speaks to her in Spanish. My mom speaks to her in Spanish. So I'm the only one that's talking to her in English, I feel. Yeah, that was me as a little kid. Like as a little kid, <clears throat> I knew Spanish more than English, so I actually had to learn English for the longest time. I was in English uh, learning classes, whatever. Like for oh, like ESL. Yeah, I wasn't that. Oh wow! Um, I was so jealous. So up to up to like literally when I met all of you. So uh, I I had a little graduation. Uh, they tested every kid every year to see if like okay, did you improve? Did you get worse? Hopefully they didn't get worse. Or, you know, are, are you excelling? And I think I moved here to the third grade. Uh, so, yeah, end of second grade, I took the test. And uh, I was uh, labeled proficient enough to be in regular classes. And then I met y'all. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. So, Diego, but, to, uh, to answer your, your question about if it was hand in hand, uh, no, that was never the, the situation. Like I said, I was the oldest. So there's only one language that went around in my house. Oh, yeah. uh, it was, you go, I get home, I start speaking Spanish. Um, and then I go to school, and then it's like it's almost like a switch. It's like as soon as I get off the bus, uh, coming back from, from school, it's like, all right, the English is done. Now for the rest of the day, it's all Spanish. It wasn't until my, it wasn't until my, my, my younger brother started to get older that English started to get more incorporated because my brothers have the weakest Spanish. And I guess that's kind of at fault due to me because as, as they started growing up, I exposed them to English, hoping that they wouldn't obviously struggle with, with that transition. But the problem was that they got so good at English that the problem was, all right, their Spanish is weak now. So uh, I have full on conversations with my brothers here at, at, at my house in English. Obviously I'll, I'll speak to them occasionally in Spanish, but uh, it's, it, it has been more hand in hand now than when I actually was growing up because just the fact that my brother, my my parents are were incapable of speaking English at that time. Just you wait for them to date, bro, and they're gonna date a Spanish girl, bro, and they're gonna want to learn that shit. Like nah. they're gonna struggle, yeah. dude. Talking yeah. to those parents, no mamas, dude. It's over. Yeah, but I think I honestly think my my Spanish is is very. I'm well spoken. I'm I'm not like a fucking. Spanish grammar god or anything, but um, you speak it very formal. You don't speak it very slangly like I yeah. do. Or but the problem is that it's like I I feel like I'm good at it, but then as soon as I'm back in like in a professional setting or anything, I I find myself incorporating English into it. So I start speaking Spanglish. Yeah, like I I attempt to say a word in English that an English word in Spanish, which is not. It's not correct in in in, Sp- in in the Spanish language, so it's like I'm just kind of <laughs> making up words as I go. That that reminds uh, me of a time. It's interesting. Go ahead, you. Well, I was just I, I was only asking because I grew up with two older sisters, and obviously my parents, and my parents spoke Spanish to me, and my grandparents, and all of my aunts and uncles. My the only people speaking Spanish to me were my my two older sisters. Um, so I you mean English? Like, yeah, English. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's the exact same dynamic here with me. Is with my brothers, it's English, and then, but as soon as we direct to our parents, it's it's Spanish. Yeah, except for the most part, my Spanish is better than most people that learn the languages hand in hand. That's why mm-hmm. I was asking because I know, I, I know my Spanish can be rough sometimes, but for the most part, I I know I can speak it well. Well, so it's just like I wonder what it easy. is about learning it hand in hand versus one over the other first. Well, I feel like speaking is the easy, the easy part. You understand, like if I have if I have a conversation in front of you in Spanish, you understand every bit of it. I mean, I, you look like you do. Yeah, I do. Damn, <laughs> racism. Actually, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, understanding it is easier than it is speaking, speaking it. it for me. Hundred percent. I'm the same way. I'm the exact same way, Diego. Yeah, I'd rather like understand 
in uh, Mandarin and then speak it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. No, just to kind of revert it back, uh, when Joel was talking about the Spanglish things, I remember that one of my fondest memories is uh, I was around seven or eight or so, and my dad finally got me my first wallet. And my first wallet, it was like a Velcro wallet. It was sick. It was a, it was a Medica colors, too. It was an America-themed colors uh, soccer team. And I, I lost it, and I had like three bucks in there, but I was freaking out because that was my ice cream money, bro. And so I had like three bucks in there, and I went to my mom. And I, no one ever told me the word for wallet in Spanish. And even to this day, I, I'm not really too sure. But. Cartera. Okay, thank you. You saw me hear something like the beginning of that one Drake song. Wallet, wallet, wallet. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I went to my mom. And. <laughs> oh my God. I went to my mom and I was like, Mona está mi walletero. You lost it, dude. <laughs> You, you, I have, even now I, I have that exact same problem, but the thing is, I'm not afraid to, to say those things. Cause I know like eventually my parents will correct me, but I'll say a word like exactly like you said, it, it's, it sounds right. it, it's an English word, but I'll put a arrow at the end because I think that somehow makes it the Spanish equivalent. Now that you're saying that. Even to this day, I, st- I still say waletero because I, I cannot say cartera wow. at all. Dude, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Waletero sounds like a man that rolls around in a bike selling wallets. That's, hey, new yeah, idea. That, yeah, right that just there. sounds like a seller. El, elotero, waletero. Frijolero. Frijolero, okay. <laughs> Can you imagine just the- <laughs> Just a guy on a bike just giving you a bowl of beans <laughs> or bean burrito. <laughs> That's gangster. Down, down. Some hot beans. Speaking beans. speaking of beans, I always loved beans as a kid. Like my mom, I, I hated school lunch like to the death of me because I was a very picky eater. So like for the longest time, my mom would always pack my lunch from like kindergarten, first grade. Um, and every day she would make me bean burritos. And, and to this day, like I, I'm still not over them. Like I still want them because that was the only thing I ate as a kid. Of course, bro, beans and queso fresco. Oh, bro, ski. That's what you need in life. And then she was throwing like a, like a, like a can of tea in there because I didn't. I, I guess she didn't think I liked soda, which is a good thing she did. But I would always have tea in there, and then I would have just I would have a bag of chips. I would have a bag of chips in there. And like to this day, I'm like, man, I would love that same lunch again. For the longest time, my mom would always want to take advantage of like how I would always come home like from school, and I'd tell her she'd be like, "What'd you eat?" And I'm like, "Oh, I ate this trash ass like you know whatever microwave pasta whatever." And she she's like, "Did the other kids like it?" And I'd be like, "No, they all like bought chips." And the minute she heard that, her like business brain would always turn on. Like, how about I make you tamales and you go sell them? <laughs> and Bro. as a kid, as like a, a third, fourth grader, you're just like, you don't want to be known as a kid. I don't even know if that was like okay to do, but I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but now, like as a high schooler, I probably would have done it. She never offered. You would have made. Happy. You would have made bank if you sold the money as a high school dude. You would have made bank. I, I did that once on a on a trip. <laughs> no, I, no, yeah, I remember buying tamales from you, Caesar. I remember that. Yeah, she packed me lunch for. We went to the zoo. She packed me lunch and she made me tamales and she put more in there. And then she was like, "I put like I remember her telling me as I left. She was like, oh, by the way, I put extra in there so you could sell them.' And she just kind of ran off. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I remember going around and like, hey, so I have tamales. Do you want to buy one? <laughs> You had like what six of them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Peter actually bought one for me. It was good. It was your mom makes good tamales, bro. Props. Yeah. But no, I I wish my mom I hadn't. That. I was just gonna say I wish my mom hadn't burnt me out on corn tamales, because as a kid that's like all we would eat every other day, because she would buy them off some lady that was my babysitter, and man, I can't eat them now. Dude, those are my favorite. Those are my absolute favorite. Yeah, where I'm from, uh, they're they're super popular. 
every time my grandmas come over, they come in with like, like just bags of of corn tamales, and we like to toast them too a little. So it's like, yeah, those are, those are what the tamales I grew up with too. Dude, toasting tamales are is clutch, especially like my mom would do that like Saturday or Sunday morning. I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would run to the kitchen for those. Yeah, it's also cool seeing my parents. Like you know, they haven't been back in in, you know, where they're from and. It's always funny to kind of lose your, see them lose your shit over like food, like that comes from there. And you're like, man, you don't know what's good. This is what, like what we ate. And I'm like, okay, yeah. That's like, a, credit. that's like a New Yorker talking to us about pizza. Yeah. But have you had New York pizza? I have not had, straight from New York, you I have not. You will never go back. You won't go back. Let's, let's take a trip to New York, show me is the it, business. Is it that good? I'm down. I mean, I have pizza from NYPD all the time, and it's fucking good. NYPD is sick, but I mean, I'm sure people are gonna be like, "No, that's not real NY pizza." Yeah, that's just like a. What do you mean they get water from NYPD? <laughs> they have this sign. They have this sign that says, like, "Oh, they they bring their water from New York," and I I don't believe that. It's like how the logistical like the logistics of it. It's like it's it's absurd. How are you just gonna get water that's fucking imported from like Lake Erie or something? They, they, it doesn't make any sense. They get the tap water from here and just have a Yankees fan bless it, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm walking here. It's like, all right, now it's fucking New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that the water from New York is so good you can drink it straight from the tap. My ass, dude! No way. Every, every hold on. Let's just clarify something. <laughs> Every state you can drink water. No, no, there are there are many. No, states. but have it be good. I mean, there are many oh. states where that water is flammable. Foam, like nah, dude. Man, you, you can't go to Michigan. Michigan and drink it. <laughs> go to Michigan. No, but seriously, my uh, my stepdad was born and raised in New York, and um, he went on a trip with my mother and my little sister. And he, my mom and sister were like, yeah, we drank it straight from the sink, and it was perfect. And I'm like, that's hard to believe, but, I mean, you guys were actually there. What, what water I've, were they I've actually to? never drank water from the tap. Like, we always had purified water, thankfully. You ain't missing shit. It's garbage. Uh, I drink it all the time when I was little. I, and to this day, I, I drink uh, purified water, yeah. But if literally I had nothing left, it's fine. Did you guys? Did you guys yeah, ever no, drink water so out the hose as a kid? Oh yeah, of course. That was clutch. You're outside washing the car, bro. You're too lazy to go inside. No, the yeah. reason the reason I would drink water from the hose is because if I went inside the house to to drink water, my mom would be like, "All right, there, you can't go outside." So that was my way around it. I was like, well, "You know what? I'm not going inside the house. I'm just at the yard drinking water from the hose, and I could continue playing." So that was my way around it. Genius. <laughs> Loophole. Yeah. But, dude, that water hits different. I'm not going to lie. Dude, when it's cold in the summer, that hose water is the best thing in, in the world. Are you kidding me? Honestly, probably, like, drinking water from that is probably what allowed me to defeat the fucking coronavirus. I know. that. that <laughs> that's what brought our immune, immune system. Dude. is fucking rigid. It sure hurts your stomach, though. Nah, dude. Nah. nah. You sweat that thing out. As a kid, I would drink none. so much. No, I know. I'm saying, like, after you're playing soccer, and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna get it from the hose, and then you just keep it there, like a like a unstoppable horn of water. It hurts. Yeah, I I mean, when I was when I was a little kid, I have a lot of stories because I, um, up until like I was around 15, I was in in soccer teams. So I, I think I was like from six up to 15. I I always played um. I always played soccer in like, like, in in like the little leagues around here, and I hate that. I remember so many times I would drink so much water or Gatorade that like the second half of the of the soccer game is absolute fucking hell. Yeah, that because pain is different. your rib hurts because you drink too much water. Yeah, bro, it's almost like someone's stabbing you, bro. And you're over here running back and mm-hmm. forth. Yeah. Did you coach Dale chinga? I'm not gonna lie, my my coach knew that. So uh, we had one day in practice where he would make us drink a lot of water, and we would run around uh, the the park to get used to that pain. <laughs> no way! Oh That's gosh, the worst bro. thing could have done. That is something something else, man. No, what do you mean? 
that's I think that's that's perfect because it like it kind of uh, I I know this it's like when you're when you're in game competitively all you can think about is the pain and so the fact that he would train us to kind of embrace the pain and be molded by the pain like pain <laughs> um, I think that's clever as hell it's kind of like because you you know that it's just in the back of your mind. It's like, yeah, it hurts. It'll go away, and you could focus in on the game. And a lot of kids would make mistakes because they're like, oh, my stomach hurts. And they would they would make bad moves or anything. I was born in... I was born in the oh, darkness. God. My coach tortured me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the light until I was already a man. Greatest coach I've had, I'm not going to lie. But he... He pain himself. He did torture us a little. When I I I trained with my cousin's soccer team for like a few months, maybe not even a few months, and just to let you know how unhealthy I am, instead of having a, a thermos full of water, <laughs> it was a thermos full of Kool-Aid. Because <laughs> for the life of me, I do that all the time. For the life of me, I cannot drink water. <laughs> I do that all the time, Pedro. Really? Yeah. Well, good on. Well, Dude, I'll I'll let you on on a secret. I every uh, when I go to school, I fill up my thermos with coffee every single day. See, that's that's normal. Nah, coffee is just here. I would you know, like, I would say maybe coffee is a little bit more dehydrating than, than Kool Aid. Oh yeah, it's definitely. just brown water. Coffee it's more than brown water. Compared. It's something else, man. It's something else. It's 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 fucking gas. Okay, this is brown water with some seeds in it. Gas uh, seeds in it. <laughs> Some straight up petrol. <laughs> what the fuck is a gas? Like my, my gas, like that's that's like my gas. Fuel, your fuel. Oh, okay. I, I, could, I could, I understand how people are like they, they're like I haven't had my cup of coffee, or like they they get addicted to it because now I wake up every day I shit you not, and I'm like I need to feel the taste of coffee on my tongue. Yeah, really. It's it's exactly the same thing with me. It's like mm-hmm. I'll I'll be sleepy. And the thing that wakes me up is not even like the caffeine. It's as soon as I take a sip of the coffee, Bro, I, and you I feel alert. I feel alert, and it's just that it's just that satisfaction uh. that you give to your to your brain. It's like, all right, fine. Here, here's a sip of coffee, and afterwards, it's like, all right, I'm in gear. It's not even like the caffeine hasn't even processed yet. Yeah, and you're up. It's that taste. Bro. It's addiction, dude. That's what it is. I would love for like a Kickstarter like that, just because for me. I I sometimes I need an energy drink to get me going in the morning, and I won't feel that energy drink till like an hour later, and then I'm like, oh, I'm awake now, cool. But for me, it's not an instant thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just do hard drugs. <laughs> just smoke, like, smoke How do you do heroin again? Uh, needle the arm. It. Isn't there like some sort of prep, or is that a different? Yeah. Which one's the one with the spoon and you have heroin. to like? Over here That's with the lighter. Heroin, yeah. I have I have a friend that takes uh doses <laughs> some heroin. A Adderall. Okay. A Adderall. Uh, like uh, like on final weeks and everything. Like he he just lives off of Adderall, and I'm like, dude, you're gonna fucking die. I thought you were gonna say heroin, what dude. Is, <laughs> is that the one that keeps you awake that's, and like? Active? That's what keeps you focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's meant for like people with ADHD. Which I that- honestly like knowing the dude. I think he probably does have ADHD. I'm not gonna lie. But name names right does now. Does that work? Even like if even t- for people who don't oh, yeah. have ADD, they'll take it just to study for like exams or if like someone has writer's block. Which is what he does. He 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 has his friends who get him in. So shit, I'm about to get some Adderall and fucking go ham at work. It'll, it'll make, <laughs> the thing is, it'll make you do more stuff, but it won't make that stuff quality. You know what I mean? Like I think there was a Family Guy skit on it where oh, Ryan takes yeah, Adderall yeah. and he writes a story, and then George R. R. Martin's like, "Nah, that story was shit, bro." Yeah, there, there's this series on Netflix that I used to watch. It was called uh, they took it off, but it's called Friends from College. And <laughs> there's this that one situation where like I think they're they're like business partners and they have to make a pitch, so they fucking take meth, cocaine, Adderall, Xanax, oh, yeah. and everything. And it's funny because during that moment, they're fucking focused as shit. They're like writing on the board, and it like it, it looks all badass. They look productive, but then they crash and they wake up afterwards, and it's it, it doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense afterwards. And they're like, dude, we're worse off now than if we hadn't even taken anything. 
That's how it be. That's how it be. Jeez, also, as a disclaimer, I've never done any drugs. Just so. Yeah. Mr. in a bunch. What about the heroin we did never. last night, bro? Jeez. <laughs> He's like, so, Diego, do you want me to get rid of that needle, bro, or are we still saving it? No, let's share it so I can get AIDS. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yo. Hey, you know what? Never mind. No, I just ignore that. Say it. Say it. Say it. Yeah. I keep Pussy. seeing these like aid commercials. I'm watching Hulu, and I have like the ad version of Hulu, and I keep seeing HIV. I don't know if it's HIV or AIDS medication. And one of the claims they say, and one leads to another. So yeah, right. So it doesn't really matter which one. Um, it said that one of the claims said that if you t- keep taking it consistently, that there is, and they didn't say that there's a chance. But it's likely that you you can't transmit the virus sexually, and I'm like, hold up, wait. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way you're telling people if you can if you continuously take our drug, which I'm assuming is highly priced, you know, consistently, eventually, at one point in the future, that possibly isn't true, but most likely is not true. You can not transmit the, the virus sexually, like. I feel like who... That's In other words, we claim. found a cure. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I'm like, so why, don't, why aren't you guys advertising this as a cure? I'm like, there's a reason why. Because there ain't. Cause I mean, there, there has been a couple people cured from, from it. Uh, I, don't quote me, but it was either AIDS or HIV. And it's like, one of them was a long time ago. Wasn't it... Uh, yeah, I think one, was, one was pretty recent. Wasn't it um, Magic Johnson or whatever the fuck? No, he mm, just takes I'm, medication because he's I'm not rich. sure. He's but rich, my guy. It was just, it was just um like a uh, clinical trial. Hey, then, but Trump has the the vaccine though, so you know that's good. I think what you're talking about, Joel, is an HIV treatment using cancer, like some type of cancer, and supposedly oh, wow. it killed the HIV cells. I use this. So it's like well, it, it's like I feel like the doctor's like, well, we have good news and bad news. You don't have AIDS. <laughs> But now you have cancer. <laughs> you have cancer now. So, you, so we cured it. We got six months to, leave, to live. So, <laughs> yeah, less time See, than we You can eight. have sex now. Pros and cons. Oh, no. He said, he said, listen, six months is a lot of time to fuck, okay? <laughs> At least we solved that problem. <laughs> we can keep your bloodline alive as opposed to not being able to use your blood at all. Jesus. I really wish we can clone ourselves. That way, I could have my own assistant. I mean, we've cloned sheep. Yeah, but Caesar ain't a sheep. I mean, for like, yeah, I know <laughs> shit. I'm a he's, he's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. Shit. <laughs> I was about to pull up the sheep, <laughs> the little goat noise. Oh, yeah. no, those are the days during high school. Dude, oh, high God, school that was all over the hallways. <laughs> We'd be in like assemblies and then just fucking blast that. <laughs> I'd be the one to scream it. I'd do it right now, but no. Oh, I I remember in a, I think it was in Atkinson, and I remember it was a guy. Our middle school for people who are listening. His, yeah. yeah, and uh, <laughs> they would always make they would always make this like pig noise, and any of like. <laughs> assembly or like huge meeting or gathering of students and they just be they just wait for everyone to be quiet and they just fucking like full ass you know pig noise and everyone would be like what the fuck was Was there a pig noise or was it something else i remember i I remember him doing some dumb shit like that but i don't remember what he did exactly no it was an it was an animal noise but like Literally every chance they got, it was a group of them, and they'd all spread like they're homies. And instead of chilling together, they'd purposely like spread out, my guy. <laughs> and then like suddenly, because they'd like they'd hear it from one end, so they'd all look at one end, and then it come from the other end. <laughs> That's smart. That way you don't get caught. Yeah, I don't remember if it was high school or. Or middle school. I want to say middle school because I mean, that yeah, was that like, like a middle school. I rem- yeah, I, I I remember them getting in trouble all the time, dude. Jesus Christ! I, Can you imagine not giving one fuck in middle school? I remember like the similar thing happening in high school, where instead of you know a pig noise, it would just be a moan. 
I think it was oh, that. Oh, yes. I think it was that. I thought that was funny as hell, to be honest with you. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys, do you guys remember any times you guys got in trouble? Oh, oh, buddy. My G. Okay. So oh, chiquito. I, I think, I've got a story. I think <laughs> I think the, the most trouble that I've gotten in was I was suspended from the school bus for two weeks, I believe. And hear me out. So and we were at the bus stop, right? Just, you know, minding our own beeswax. And then uh, one of the girls there was like, she was like ratchet as fuck, too. She was like, oh, my God, look at this paint can, like this, this spray paint can. And I was like, oh, gnarly, some tagging. And so, you know, I tried to tag a, tag a wall, um, tried, but nothing would come out, right? It was just an empty bottle. So I was like, oh, man, there was no paint in there. So you huffed it. I wish. <laughs> so instead, what they told me to do, and keep in mind, every kid in the in the bus stop was telling me to do this. They're like, oh, put it under the wheel of the of the bus. No, and I was like, Dude, that's awesome. keep in mind, keep in mind. I, I in hindsight, that was the dumbest thing I could have done. But during the time, I was like, oh, it's just oh, like it's like just it's just like crushing the can. It's fine. So I do it, and then and keep in mind, the ratchet girl told me to do it. Then, once we all got on the bus, she pulls the can out and was like, "Hey, he put the can under the wheel." Oh, and the, dang. and the bus driver was like, "What? Like, did you do this?" I was like. Yeah, and she's like, "All right." How would you agree to it? Well, I, was, I, I wasn't gonna deny it. Like, I wasn't gonna BS her. I was because I don't want to shift blame to somebody else. Like, no, I absolutely did it, hundred percent. And so, of course, she walks. Once we get to the school, she walks me to the principal's office and says, "Hey, this kid tried to vandalize the bus." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, no." And then I give my side of the story, and I was like, "Oh, I thought nothing of it. I thought it would just be like crushing a can." And then they explained to me the science, and they're like, no, this is pressurized air. This would have blown up the wheel. And I was like, okay, I doubt it would have blown up the wheel, but I get you. Yo, what have you did? And then they, they took – at our middle school, there was, a, there was an on-site police officer, and they put me in her office. And the police Oh, officer, I was about to say, like, the police car. I was like, that would have been terrifying. Right? <laughs> and then they put me in there, and she's just like, so – yeah, I mean, this is illegal. You basically tried to vandalize the bus. And I was like, I didn't vandalize the bus, but, you know, whatever it is. And then they get my mom. They call my mom. They're like, hey, we need you to come pick up your son. And so I was suspended for, like, three days. And my mom came in bawling, like, straight, like, in tears, thinking that I was going to get arrested or, like, go to juvenile detention. No, I hate this type of mom. No offense. Nah, I I, I, it bugs me, too. <laughs> and then so they did all that. And then they're like, oh, by the way, you're suspended off the bus for two weeks. And so luckily I was able to get a ride off of my neighbors because we both went to me and my me and her his kid went to the same school so that I could just bum off a ride with them. But regardless, it was still a pain in the ass. And even then, once I got back on the bus with the same bus driver, like I didn't even talk to her. Uh, I didn't even say, you know, thank you for the ride or whatever the fuck. I just ignored her. And even that ratchet bitch, I was like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? You told me. No, dude, I, I have like a story of of like the bus driver that i had who who somehow just didn't like me and like would pin everything that happened on the bus on me one time it got so absurd that there there was this kid who so you guys remember you you're leaving the you're getting out of the bus and but obviously there's the kids in the back that are like the most rowdy mm-hmm. and obviously they're the ones to leave last so i sat like in the like the front section of like the middle of it and and so somehow on my seat someone spat on it like a straight loogie dude just just got it all out and obviously it was on my seat so obviously who who else is going to be the one to to first look at and so the the bus driver uh, blamed it on me that I was spitting on 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 the seats. Oh hell no, nah, dude! I was like, bro, give me a vial, of spit, and test it. Obviously, uh, that didn't happen, and I got Saturday school for like that was the only time I've ever gone to Saturday school because someone spat on my seat and I got blamed for it. But the the funny thing was, I also got suspended for a week off of the bus because I was ex- you know, expulsing bodily fluids on the bus. Oh yeah. But during that time, uh, someone again was spinning on on the seats and also on my seat. But I was I was completely suspended. 
So somehow the the bus driver had they had uh, he had to apologize to me because he was he was pinning too many things on me, and he was just kind of like out to get me. I I don't I don't know what I did to him. But you probably just reminded him of, of someone that pissed him off or something. Because yeah, nah, fuck all that, dude. Yeah, that's the only time I got trouble in middle school for something I didn't do. Man, in middle school, this was a time. <laughs> I uh, I was at my big ass first story, my guy. Yeah, Diego has a good Diego story. Diego has a good story. I was at my first childhood house, and I'm waiting at the bus stop. And I noticed the, he he's I not really a, he wasn't a friend. He was just a guy. And he's like, he's just straight up smoking, like from a pipe with two other, I don't know if they were one grade up or if they were high schoolers. And so I'm like, whatever. I leave that be. And just for context, but we get to class. Just for context, what, what grade were you guys in at this time? We're all in middle school. I was in seventh grade? Yeah, you're, it was seventh grade, Diego. Yeah, it was seventh grade. And so we get to school, and I'm waiting in line to get into class, as you usually do. And this same kid that was smoking comes up behind me, and he's like, he's like scared to death. Like he's going to get in trouble. And he's like, hey, I need to put something in your backpack. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, I don't want you putting random shit in my backpack. And he's like, just shut up and put it in there. Like, he kind of threatened me, and I was a little scared. Because in middle school, I wasn't the biggest kid yet. I was actually pretty short. And so he's like, just just keep it in there. Don't say anything. You'll be fine. We saw you now, dude. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, right. And so I'm like, all right, whatever. Just do it. And little do I know. He put in um, spice and and a pipe in Which my is backpack. synthetic marijuana. Yeah, it's it's um, synthetic marijuana. Really, really bad for you. Um, and so we get into class, and I'm shooting bricks. Uh, okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> and so the teacher comes in, like, angry and red-faced, knowing that somebody has the drugs knowing that he confessed and put him into somebody's backpack. And so he's like, if you guys know anything, just come out, step out. We'll, we'll get this sorted out. Me and another other kid that I had no clue was even a part of this step out. And I'm like, yeah, he put everything in there and I'm already shaking and like near, near crying. Cause my mother is not the type of mother to cry. She's the type to make me cry. So I was just like, this is going to be Um, and but before I did that, when they were outside talking to the kid, there was another guy that came up to me and our smart asses, we thought, hey, if I have less on me, I'll get in less trouble. So I split whatever I had in my backpack and gave it to the other kid. So now there's three people involved <laughs> and we all go out and we all go to the office and I get in even more trouble because I gave another kid half the drugs and i'm like i didn't i thought it would get me in less trouble because i was a dumb kid distribution charge yeah Diego, so i ended up, I ended up getting being a drug dealer. for like a week yeah i got yeah, so suspended technically... for a week um the other kid got a week too um the, the one that i gave the stuff to and then um one other dude got like three days but the original like one that was smoking it and whatnot he was gone for original a asshole months. Yeah, he was a fucking prick. He came to my party once. I had a party once. The same fuck. And I don't care if you listen to it. What the fuck? Uh, <clears throat> he, he came unannounced. And I don't know who invited him. I don't even know how the hell he ended up here. And he left a, a hat. A very fashionable hat. <laughs> at the time. And like time. two weeks later. He literally was like, hey, I want my hat back. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where the fuck your hat is at. I fucking threw that fucking girly ass hat away. It had diamonds and stuff all over it. Oh, Real that diamond shit. brand is god yeah. awful. You know, it's funny because we're, we're talking about weed now, but uh, I wanted to... It makes me think of what we were talking at the very beginning of the, of, of the podcast about, you know, things that we believed as a kid but i used to think that weed was just straight up grass and people were smoking grass <laughs> like they would they would like i don't know like go to like a fucking landscaper and just like take out the 
the the shaved grass inside the the lawnmower and just be smoking that raw. And I was like, well, I as a kid, I didn't see anything bad in it because they were just smoking grass. But no, it, it was weed. <laughs> so so j- just to piggyback off of that, I thought the exact same thing, Joel, hundred percent. However, my dad loved to smoke weed. And there would be times where he would smoke the weed in front of me while we're in the same car. So he would basically oh, that's not good. So he would basically hotbox my ass at like a very <laughs> young age. And that's how you always look high. <laughs> exactly. He permanently fucked me there, dude. And so but however, I didn't think it was that much of a big deal because I didn't know it was illegal. I thought it was just like cigarettes. And it wasn't until he was like, Hey, don't don't tell your mom. And I was like, mom, mom knows you smoke cigarettes, though. He's like, no, she, no, 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 not, not with this, though. You know what I mean? And that's when I was like, hmm, what is this stuff? Uh, esto no, mijo, ¿qué? Right? Esto no le digas. <laughs> Give us some Happy Meal. Te voy a comprar un Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the answer to, like, to everything. Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 Happy Meal. Ahorita vamos, vamos al Happy Meal. <laughs> you know, speaking of Happy Meals, I, I used to think... Uh, so, you know, Happy Meals come with milk, which is why I'm trying to piggyback off of this. Um, when I was a kid, I used to think that white milk came from the the white and black spotted cows. And that chocolate milk came from the brown cows. But I, I remember just being, like, dumbfounded as to where the hell strawberry milk came from. Because I've never, I've never seen a fucking pink cow. So, I was like, yo... How do they make this? Where does this come from? And it, it wasn't until I was like around seven that my older cousin was like, hey, do you want chocomil? And I was like, you know what? Sick. Hell yeah. But he, I guess his, his parents lived to be a little bit more wealthy because they were able to afford the two types of chocolate milk for him. But one of them being chocolate milk and the other strawberry. It wasn't until then that I found out that it was just a fucking powder that you put into your milk mm-hmm. that makes it that flavor. And I was like, what the hell this entire time I thought it was the cows that make chocolate milk. That, that was the only one that my mom bought. Shoot, my mom would always buy the strawberry one. So I always knew about the strawberry one. Oh, uh, no, not me. I, and even now, I I live and die by chocolate milk. So so to, to piggyback off of that, too, I, I, I knew where milk came from. I knew where regular milk came from. Straight udder. You already know. However. <laughs> Straight udder. <laughs> however. That's a shirt. With chocolate milk and strawberry milk, I thought those were artificial. I thought those were two completely separate things. I didn't know there was. I thought it was just like how you make Dr Pepper or whatever the fuck you know. I thought it was just like factory made drink. Like I didn't know it was actually milk in there. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of dumb things that we probably believed in when we were little kids. I remember one being extremely absurd was when. Uh, when I was younger, I I saw a lot of like the, the marriages. You know, they're Mister and Mrs. Smith, for example. Um, this entire time, I I didn't think that the 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 husband passed on the name to to the wife. What I thought had to happen was that someone out there, uh, in my case, a woman out there, needed that to have the same last name that I did, because. That was the person I needed to marry, so that when we did get married, we were Mister and Mrs. of my last name. So, I I remember all like for up until like fifth grade, all the girls that I liked had the same last name that I did. But that was out of the <laughs> that psyche that that the girls that I liked, uh, or you know, eventually I thought I was going to marry them, needed to have the same last name that I did. Yo, he was really looking for the one. <laughs> Yeah. This guy had like requirements, my guy. No, dude, but I remember in fourth grade, the reason I was like I stopped believing in that was because the girl that I had a crush on, bro, she said I had a unibrow. That shit broke my heart, dude. Bro. She's like, Yeah, you have a unibrow. I don't like you. And I'm like, ah shit. Joe right Four- there was like, fuck. Yeah, I was like, fuck everyone. Did, I was like, I- I'm going to look for another missus. Did you do anything about your eyebrow? Like, were you self-conscious about your eyebrow after that? Yeah. From from there on out, I asked my mom, like, obviously this went away, like, around high school, but I would ask her to, like, not do my eyebrows because, I, like, I have naturally thick-ass eyebrows, so Hell yeah. they're, they're not a lot of maintenance. But, yeah, I do I do have a unibrow that grows through, and I would always have my mom just pluck them out so it would be clean in, in the middle. Hell yeah, dude. 
Yeah, but then I stopped caring because uh, fuck girls. Yeah, <laughs> no, who I'm needs kidding. them? Fuck girls. <laughs> yeah, who needs them? As like the majority of the entire group has girlfriends. Yeah, and it's like the girlfriend's <laughs> gonna listen to it. She's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. You wanna say that again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we, we hit our, our one hour marker. So uh, I, I want to go ahead and thank everyone who's listening. We appreciate everyone who's listening. Uh, as a starter podcast, I, I know it could be tough. So we, we do appreciate everyone who's, who listens. And as well as that, for anyone listening, if you guys have anything that you think we should talk about, anything that you know would make a good topic, by all means, send us a DM and we'll try to incorporate it in. Yep. Constructive uh, other than that, <laughs> uh, is there anything else anyone wants to add? I'm good for now. Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye.